Hey, welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I'm, of course, your host, James Madison. Now, we have a fun article here from fake, not actually presidential candidate, Shank Uger of the Young Dirks. Fraud. Shank Uger calls out John Fetterman. You work hard to get progressives elected and they turn into Republicans instantly. Yeah, Chank, it's a real shame you won't be able to get elected president and buck the trend of a, of progressive becoming so-called Republicans. Because you will never be president. Ah, I had a whole episode about that. Good fun. I will say this, though, and this article is by Chris Bertman. I, I, I will say this. John Fetterman has really kind of grown on me a little bit. I don't know. I'll throw some clips in in the beginning of this episode to kind of show you what I mean. But you got people like, I don't care how you feel about Israel-Palestine. He had tons of pro-Hamas and pro-Palestine protesters waving Hamas flags and shit. And what does John Fetterman do? He walks past the progressives waving a little Israeli flag, a little Star David on it, and oh my god, you hear the progressives going, No! No! How could you know? Ah! Like, it's the worst shit ever. Like, it hurts them, physically harms them. And he's just fucking waddling around like like a grandma, like a little fucking MAGA meme on a Capitol building, just waving a flag. Do-do-do-do-do-do-do. Uh, the Fettertard is becoming... Uh, I'm, I'm becoming a fan of it. Look, he did that whole, like, suit thing, and honestly, I broke side of school with a lot of people because I wear a Hawaiian shirt to everything I do. A Hawaiian shirt and a snapback usually to everything I do. So, you know, I'm not really one for like, the suits and the form formalities and all that shit. So, I, I kind of like the way Fetterman shakes it up a little bit. He said a lot of stupid shit. And then he had, like, another stroke after he got elected. After the whole Oz thing, he had, like, a stroke. And then he started functioning a little weirdly. Like, homie came out and straight up said, Hey, Biden, fix the fucking border. Senator John Fetterman called for stricter border enforcement. He also called for, like, the refunding of police. He's also endorsed fracking and oil and gas and shit. Fossil fuels. Like, something happened to Fetterman where he started going, Maga. Maga. I'm being a little hyperbolic with that, of course. You know, a little infotainment there, but... Something happened, happened to Sloth from the Goonies. He's like three days away from going, Sloth the Trump. Hey, you guys. Like, dude, he came out with those Israel's an ally of America, which, ah, uh, I'm not convinced, but I don't really, I don't really like either side. I'm not really going to sit here and root. Oh, wow, the Lutheran doesn't root for fucking Israel. Go figure. Wow. Yeah, I, hey, look, go ask, go look up what Martin Luther's views of synagogues in the state of Israel was. 
and you'll get a sense of, uh, I have the diet version of his opinions. Just keep that in mind, the diet version of his views on that one. Oof, man, someone's gonna actually look at what he said, I'm gonna be in trouble for that one. But continuing on, the little commentator and the Young Turks host, Chuck Ugger, calls Pennsylvania Senator Fetterman a fraud. A phony! You're a big, fat phony! A phony! <laughs> uh, shut the fuck up, chink! Never had, never be president ass. Uh, and suggested he has switched his political affiliation. In a Saturday exposed Ugger, I'm saying it wrong on purpose, proposed running a, he said, uh, it's a sign of uh, racism if you mispronounce his last name. So I'm just going to mispronounce his last name. Anyway, so Ugger proposed running a poll on the Pennsylvania senator's support in the state after Fetterman has repeatedly expressed his ardent support for Israel amid the Jewish state's military conflict with the Islamic militant group Hamas. Man, it's, you know it's got to make the Jews really mad getting attacked by a group called Hamas. Again, fuck both sides. Quote, I bet his numbers went down significantly after he became the biggest cheerleader for the establishment, the biggest supporter of killing innocent Palestinians in Gaza, and a huge backer of Biden, Uger wrote in his post. Again, this conflict started off with Hamas breaking a ceasefire by parasailing into an EDM concert and killing civilians and taking a bunch of people hostage where they proceeded to kill the men and violently rape the women and children. At the same time, you got Israel... Look what they did with the USS Liberty. Look at their involvement with Jack Rubenstein. Later on, would become Jack Ruby. If you know, you fucking know. I'm just... Look, I'm not a fan of either side, is what I'm saying. But you can't sit here... The innocent bloodshed! That's war. That's war. You gotta come with a real argument here. You gotta do like a land argument, something. You gotta justify, because the current conflict started off with an invasion and a murder of innocent civilians. So you can't start your argument with innocent civilians when the side you're defending kicked off this, this current chapter of the conflict by killing innocent civilians. You gotta have a better argument. The instant civilian thing only works on dumbasses and Luddites who don't pay attention to the actual stories and do not actually stay involved. But you got people who are politicos, people who stay up on this shit, dog, that just doesn't fly. That just doesn't work. I have lost, I'd say probably across all my platforms, like 140 subscribers because I'm not pro yay Hamas or yay yay Israel. Like, no, fuck both sides. I, I have no sympathy towards either side. And you throw whatever Bible verse you want at me about. Oh, those who protect Israel and whatnot. Israel literally fell. Israel literally said, hey, God, fuck off. Or the Jews literally said, hey, God, go fuck yourself. We want, like, an earthly king, like a political messiah, not like a, like a divine messiah. So go fuck yourself, all right, bud? And God was like, all right, well, I'm going to turn my back on y'all assholes. Fuck y'all. You know, you know, hey, look, I'm, you know, a little crass here. I don't mean to take anything in vain, sell anything here. I'm being a little crass, and I just got myself a little uncomfy by being that crass. But still, the point fucking stands. The current version of Israel was created by the U.S. government, by NATO, 
post-World War II. When under fucking barrel, we forced people to vacate that land and established Israel. And then the Zionist bullshit, which was invented, like the whole Zionist movement, all that was invented in the mid and late 30s and really got moving in the 40s. And all that went into Israel. Like, again, you're just... They're, both sides can go fuck themselves. I've had people throw Bible at me about, oh, well, the Israel and protecting all that. I got verses for you too, homie. Like, that's one of those things you're just... You're not going to convince me. I am, I'm not about making Israel great again. Israel fell once. Quite frankly, that was the Israel when it fell. And man-made and, uh, and under, you know army force creating a, a, a new landmass that used to be Israel and then all of a sudden clearing it out forcefully and violently and then saying it's Israel again doesn't exactly mean it's the promised land that Yahweh gave us so I just sorry plus you know the whole he will bring Israel back to the land he will not NATO kind of again uh, if you can tell, I've have had to have these arguments a lot in the background. But uh, yeah, no, I don't like either side. It's just the, these arguments are so retarded. And him and Jimmy, and it's really sad to see what happened with Jimmy Dore and uh, and Robert F. Kennedy Jr. Because both of them were so good with the Israel, with the Ukraine Russia thing. And then all of a sudden, man, just so shit with this one. So shit with this one. They both became very pro war and pro violence on both sides. Insane. And say, meanwhile, I'm just, you don't, both sides don't need my money. Fuck them. They can figure it out themselves. This is a land conflict between two entities. And Israel's a big enough boy. They don't need my help. That's my attitude. Quote, I bet this, I bet his numbers went down significantly or that you wrote a post. The Young Turf's host said, quote, that's not who Pennsylvanians voted for. Someone should pull, uh, should do a poll of John Fetterman in PA. I bet his numbers went down significantly. Someone should, though. That is not a bad idea. After he became the biggest cheerleader for the establishment, um, and biggest supporter of killing innocent Palestinians in Gaza, and a huge backer of Biden. That's not all who they, that's not at all who they voted for. You're right. People who voted for John Fetterman did not vote for that. In my estimations. Uger's Saturday Post springboarded off his Friday Post, similarly criticizing Fetterman's stance on former Harvard President Claudine Gay resignation last week. Quote, quote, now Fetterman is telling everyone how he's not a progressive, Uger said in reference to Fetterman's December remarks. Quote, he, he rejects us and is calling Harvard pinko. What the fuck? Based. Holy shit. Wow, so fun fact, I've been calling people Pinko Kami for literally 20 years. Literally 20 years. I learned the word Pinko Kami from Jib Jab. Uh, let's just take a little break here. I'm sorry, I'm just going to show you a quick little Jib Jab video. I, uh, I pulled the video. I'll, we'll watch it here in a second. I'll, I'll, I'll throw it in. God, it's so funny. But yeah, there's a... Uh, a scene in, in it. Uh, anyway, let, let's continue on. Now Fetterman is telling everyone that he's not a progressive. He rejects us and is now calling Harvard pinko. What the fuck? This is why people lose hope. Because of frauds like Fetterman. You voted for a man with brain damage. You voted for a man who was a moderate 
Democrat and Democratic mayor with fairly conservative leanings with a lot of criminal mafia-ish behavior. A lot of his legacies as a mayor completely disintegrated when he left, but still point uh, stands. And then he had a stroke, and then he got goofy, and then he had another stroke post-election, and then started behaving differently again. Uh, That's sort of what happens. You voted for a guy with brain damage. Granted, the other option was Oz, and Oz was literally the definition of a grifter. Oz was a terrible option. You had no good options, Pennsylvania. My sympathy is completely, but you should have voted differently in your primaries. Just a thought. Now, Fetterman, it's not everyone. He's already read all that. You work hard to get progressives elected, and they turn into Republicans instantly. <laughs> He's not a Republican. Uger said progressive voters lose hope. Read that. Quote, you work hard to get progressive elected, or you read that, you just found out the article, jackasses. Young Turks host also called out Fetterman as a fraud in late December's post. Quote, Fetterman, uh, Fetterman has gone from the last great populist hope on the Democratic side to the wor- to worse than useless. I think you're being a little ableist, Chank. Check. He's now... <laughs> enthusiastically taken on the role of mouthpiece for the establishment who attacks anyone challenging Biden or the powerful uh, counterproductive poser fraud hashtag put on a suit oh that's weird because you uh, you were all about him not having to wear a suit Chank. but now that he's not performing the way you like it's an issue but hey, look, as long as it pisses off the conservatives, you're happy with it. But if it does anything that slights you or doesn't go against go with the left, it's a big deal. All right, hey, hey, you can give me shit all the shit you want. I've got multiple episodes where I give AOC credit. Like, I got an episode right offhand I can give you. I gave AOC credit for being the only Democrat who voted against the filler bu- the, the filibuster. And I gave that. I gave her her own segment where I just fucking slobbed on, on her... Uh, her knob, as it were. I was going to say big, fat, Latino, juicy knob, but I didn't want that combination of words followed by me slobbing on it. You know? Just no homo. Anyway, <laughs> shut it down. Uh, let's continue on. Uga referred to Fetterman as, counterproduct- as a counterproductive poser. Fetterman has notably co- uh, consternated his Democratic colleagues in... Congress in recent months. In December, the Pennsylvania senator referred to his politics as, quote, Democrat that is very committed to choice on other th- to choice on other things. Quote, I'm not a progressive, Fetterman told NBC. Quote, I just think I'm a Democrat that is very committed to choice on other things. But with Israel, I'm going to be on the right side of that. And immigration is something near and dear to me. And I think we do have to effectively address it as well. The Pennsylvania senator suggested that his Democrat colleagues should have reasonable conversations with Republicans about illegal immigration. We will get to that very soon. Quote, until somebody can, until somebody can say there's an explanation on what we can do with do when 270,000 people are being encountered at the border every day, by the way, not including the ones, of course, that we don't know about, he said, quote, to put that in reference, that is essentially the size of Pittsburgh, the second largest city in Pennsylvania. Yeah? Yep, and then he shit on TikTok, 
He also uh, gave credit. Dread Fairman has had a lot of really base shit lately. He also called out the white genocide in Africa or Sub Sudan. So good. So good. So based. Uh, Senator John Fetterman calls for stricter border enforcement. Quote, I honestly don't understand why it's controversial to say we need a secure border. Published January 22nd, 2024 by Adrian Norman. Senator John Fetterman is breaking with his party by calling for stronger security at the southern border. Now, that's not exactly fair. Breaking uh, uh, from the progressives, yes. But from his party, no, there's a lot of Democrats calling for uh, stricter borders. Especially in New York and Illinois. For those foreigners wondering, yes, people in America also want to call Illinois Chicago, even though we know Chicago is a city in the state of Illinois. It's just comes more naturally to us than, than Illinois. And this article is by yep, Adrian Norman. Continuing on. During an interview with CNN host Jake Tapper, Fetterman said that immigration threatens the American dream. Based! Quote, honestly, don't understand. Yo, look, we're, we'll, we'll get to it. So I can just jump down here real quick. I saw a poll that indicated you have very high approval among Democratic voters. And it, this information in Pennsylvania and this information Damn. came along with the tag. Actually, John Fetterman's losing weight. not real life. Well, obviously a oh, lot no. Of progressives Actually, John Fetterman's losing weight. He's looking good. Wow. Full credit where credit's due, John. Hey, I've been getting a little bit into the weightlifting thing. You know, putting collagen. That's my bicep there. You know, they're coming in a little bit. Er, I pick things up. I put them down. You know, so I get it, man. I'm on that shit, too. You know, I got that protein powder. I got that collagen powder. L-theanine in my Gatorades. Fuck yeah, dog. All right, John. I'll give you some credit there, dog. All right. Looking good. I saw a poll that indicated you have very high approval among Democratic voters. And it, this information in Pennsylvania and this information came along with the tag that Twitter is not real life because obviously a lot of progressives on Twitter have been attacking you for your position on Israel uh, for noting that, in your opinion, um, saying that there is a crisis at the border does not make one uh, xenophobic. Um, why do you think you've been so criticized by so many progressives? I, I honestly don't understand. I, I don't understand why it's controversial to anybody to decide that you're going to stand with Israel in this situation. I honestly don't understand why it's controversial to say we, we need a secure border. Uh, I've been very clear. In fact, that was weaponized against me as Republicans in my race that I'm very much a, a strong supporter of immigration. And, you know, my, my wife's family, I, that's the uh, Oregon story about that. Uh, and I think two things can be true at the same time. You can be very supportive of immigration, but we also need to have a secure border. And I really, uh, I think about immigration as we want to provide the American dream for any uh, migrant. But it seems very <laughs> difficult when you have 300,000 people showing up encountered at, at our border <laughs> to do that. And I think we need to, to re, do a reset and we have to work together to develop uh, a new comprehensive solution to that. And that would also unlock a lot of the critical aid for Ukraine. Again, we cannot forget about Ukraine. That's that's critical uh, for Israel and Taiwan. That's a very important kind of standard that we have to maintain, that we're going to support and stand with our allies at, that are very critical. You know, I will say, I, I can get behind the support for Taiwan because we get silicon chips from Taiwan and we also get <clears throat> actual verifiable intel from Taiwan about activities 
on the Chinese side, side of their border. Or the East Taiwan so that side of their border, I should say. Quote, I think two, can, two things can be true at the same time. You can be very supportive of immigration, but also need to have a secure border. Again, completely true. I, I agree with him on everything he said here. <coughs> other than the uh, funding for other countries. If your country has enough money to fund other peop- other countries... If your country has money to send to other countries, you are being overtaxed. That is an, a self-evident fact based on the money being sent to other countries. And look, socialists, I am firmly against all your arguments about universal health care and student loan forgiveness and all that shit. But with all the money they printed and sent to Ukraine... If more of y'all would have argued the point of, well, that money could have been used to pay off student loans, I would have said, hey, at least their argument would be helping Americans. Even if it does drag down living quality for all Americans, it at least would be going here to do that. But no. No. Couldn't couldn't even get that. And I don't think any country needs our money. <coughs> you know, like Taiwan, like I said, gets it because they actually give us Intel and they give us silicon chips. Ultimately, I think we need to hurry up and build our own factories here, make our own silicon chips. I think everything should be 100% made in America. But everything will be more expensive. You're right, but everything made in America will, over time, bring down the cost of everything. It'll be a self-regulating economy. More insulated economies tend to have higher prices to outside countries. But then when you actually live in the country over a prolonged period, it kind of levels itself out to the point where, like, you know, like here, saying, like, uh, coffee is, like, 8 bucks. Oh, well, that's not expensive. But then, you know, when you have, like, grow rooms and greenhouse operations that grow their own coffee beans here in the States and they source for all of it, and all the money is being pumped into the U.S. economy for the U.S. economy by expenditures and companies funded and propped up by the U.S. economy. Essentially, if it's all, like, within its own system, it regulates and evens itself out over time. Uh, um, uh, God. It's not Rothbard. Uh, I think for, uh, uh, Milton Milton Friedman has a breakdown on it. I can't remember the name of the paper, unfortunately, but if you type in, like, Made in America, econ- Economics, Milton Friedman, you'll probably find his essay. If I remember, I'll throw a link to it in the, in the description below if I remember. No promises, though. Uh, continuing on. Quote, I think two things would be true at once. I think immigration is what we want to provide the American dream for any any migrant, but it seems very difficult when you have 30, 300,000, my apologies, people showing up encountered at our border at our border to do that. Since President Joe Biden took office, illegal, illegal migration to the U.S. has skyrocketed. We will be getting into disturbing updates with that and Supreme Court rulings that were really bad very shortly. According to the data cited by the okay, I'm not sure I read that. Data cited by the Federation for American Immigration Reform, FAIR, uh, this past November Border Patrol agents have encountered more than three hundred thousand encounters with illegal aliens, and that's just the ones who've been caught and encountered, not including the hundreds of thousands of ones that get past them every day. Putting the U.S. on the pace for 3.6 million encounters for the fiscal year of 2024. Again, 3.6 million encounters. Those are the ones who were encountered, not the ones that got by, slipped through, or were illegally smuggled in. 
by our own government. Fetterman's comments came around the time that the government data was released showing that more than 1 million illegal aliens were granted parole by the Biden administration and have been allowed into the U.S. Quote, I think we need to do a reset and we have to work together to develop new comprehensive solutions to do that, Fetterman said. The U.S. Customs Border uh, Customs and Border Protection, CBP, says it is now boosting uh, recruitment incentives in a bid to onboard new border enforcement officers more quickly. CBP is offering up to $30,000 to a new candidate. Huh. Weird. Sorry. Uh, quote, getting into law enforcement can be difficult. Often, candidates must be willing to move to a new location, Jackson Owens, chief of U.S. Border Patrol, said in a statement. Quote, the mission of the U.S. Border Patrol is one of national security. It pa- plays a vital role in keeping our communities and our country safe. It is both exciting and rewarding to work, offering the ability to work outdoors and with specialty groups like Horse Patrol and the K-9 unit, and so much more. That brings us to the end. That brings us to the end of this episode and article from Inside Four Walls, and I will talk, and I will invade your borders later. Jim. This land is your land, this land is my land, I'm a Texas tiger, you're a liberal wiener, I'm a great crusader, you're a Herman Munster, this land will surely vote for me. This land is your land, this land is my land, I'm an intellectual, you're a stupid dumbass, I'm a Purple Heart winner, and yes, it's true, I won it thrice, this land will surely vote for me. You have more waffles than a house of pancakes, you offer flip-flops, I offer tax breaks. You're a UN pussy, and yes, it's true that I kick ass. Ha! This land will surely vote for me. You can't say nuclear, that really scares me. Sometimes a brain can come in quite handy, but it's not gonna help you, because I won three purple hearts. This land will surely vote for me. You're a liberal sissy. You're a right-wing nut job. You're a pinko commie. You're dumb as a doorknob. Hey, you got that Botox. But I still want three purple hearts. This land will surely vote for me. This land was my land. But now it's our land. From California to the New York Island. What I do? From the liberal wieners to the right wing nut jobs. This land belongs. This land belongs. This land belongs to you and me. Yeah. Oh, and Dick Cheney too.